guys, it's Britt Dowd, and welcome to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, where every week we bring you episodes to positively and intentionally impact not only your business, but your leadership, communication, and personal life. Yes, we talk about mowers, fertilizer, and irrigation, but we put an emphasis on growing you as a leader and growing your business skills. We do this through interviews with other small business owners, growth segments where we dive deep on a micro business topic, and documented episodes from our own seven-figure business, Green Again Lawn. All right, lawn care leaders, turn your headphones up. It's time to get back at it. Welcome back, guys. This is a new series brought to you by the Lawn Care Leaders. We're going to track the real-life weekly happenings of small business owners just like you. This will be an experience like no other as we get a chance to do life with these guys from the end of their lawn and landscape season in 2020 through the winter as they prep for a new year and into the chaos of spring rush in 2021. This is not an interview. These are calls where I check in on business owners and ask them the hard questions. We use each phone call to build on the next and make sure that we know what they are going through and how we can help. In this new series, there are a total of four business owners. The first two that you're going to hear from are owners going into their second year of full-time lawn care. The second group of business owners, one is going into their fifth year and the other is going into their 11th year of business. We are going to bring you two of these calls each week. Every Tuesday and every Wednesday, we will drop one of the conversations and it will be in the same order each week. Our goal with this series is for you to be able to relate with someone that is in a similar business size or in a similar situation to you. Not every phone call will be overly entertaining, but that's business, isn't it? We all deal with a billion decisions and come up with a hundred solutions to hard problems on a weekly basis. So by hearing the highs, lows, and real life thoughts of owners on a weekly basis, we get a chance to go through this journey as a community. Hey, lawn care leaders. I would like to introduce you to Sam Fisher. Sam owns Fisher Lawn and Landscape based out of Overland Park, Kansas. He averages between 80 to 100 lawn maintenance accounts. They also do landscape maintenance and design build. Sam is going into his fifth year and he's got a couple team members with him. He's got Juan, he's got Corin. He's got Alejandro, and he's got another guy named Juan. They're doing around 487000 in top-line revenue. He's got a wife named Emily. Favorite hobby for them is going to the lake. Some of his personal goals are to get in better shape and get to that million dollar in revenue mark this next year. In this first week... Sam and I talked about how he wants to improve on keeping how the guys feel in mind. He wants to improve communication with his team, improve his leadership. We talked about his scheduling issues and what popped up there. And 
we really at the end talked a lot about his emphasis on creating contracts contracts and some sort of subscription-based model for his clients next year. He wants to get onboarded to Jobber and create a prepayment system and really start to take what he does now for billing and financial data and put it on a CRM. So that's what we talked about for some of the highlights in this first week. Hope you guys can find some connection points with Sam going into his fifth year of business. And again, I think I forgot to say that, but Sam is Sam is going into his fifth year of business running Fisher Lawn and Landscape. Hello? Sam, what's good, brother? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. Good deal. Busy. Just busy with leaves. Oh, man. Mon- yeah. Monday, Monday, baby. Time to make that leaf money. Yeah, I was doing good until I poured uh, mixed gas all over my pants. Mm. Uh, other than that, now I smell like gas. But What'd you do that? For? What'd you do that for, bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, I, well, on these calls, bro, I want to, I want to hop right into it and hear how you're doing and what's been okay. going on. So I, I don't want to waste your time. I know, I know it's Monday, so you're already hard at it. Um, yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's get into it. What's been your, uh, like what's been your biggest stressor or pain point this week? Uh, scheduling, probably scheduling and just trying to, communicate with people and tell them when we're going to be there. Yeah. All that. I mean, people don't really have very many patients when it comes to leaves, yeah. at least where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I try to do my best and you know, the days are shorter. So yeah. if we don't, if we don't get there, then I'll text them or call them and say, I'll be there first thing tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm trying to do better with that. Yep. At least we got some. At least we got some good weather. It looks like this week for you. Yeah, we do. It's yeah, nice. it'll be nice. Be nice. I'll take it. Are you yeah. guys? You guys doing okay though? You doing all right? Yeah, we're good. Everything's good. Yeah. Uh, just leaves and then trying to finish up a couple landscape jobs. Uh, I had a driver. I had a driver to fill my spot, but then. Mm-hmm. He backed out, so now I'm driving the leaf truck. So I send three guys to like clean the yards, and I follow behind them and suck up the leaves. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, that's good. What else? That's I'm in the I'm in the middle of switching banks. Okay. So that's been kind of difficult. It's just finding the right time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting on a, like I got all my checks and all that. And then I was waiting on the debit card to get here. So I couldn't switch until I had that. But mm, yeah. Yeah. That is tough. Now I, now I got it so I can switch banks. Yep. What was the, uh, what was the reason for the switch? Uh, they had a lot of just like, I didn't like their hours. and They just weren't very into helping me and yeah, I yeah. Wanted, you know, like wanting to get a credit card and stuff like that. And it's just, the customer service wasn't great. Yeah. Who'd you, who'd you switch to? Uh, U.S. bank. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude. They, Switching banks is never, never fun. No. And I hate, 
I'm not very good at change. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially when you're already busy and that's good yeah. though. That's good though. If you, I mean, if you knew it needed to be done, just, yeah, uh, and you know, how, then I got to call my payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh bro. I know. It's like whenever yeah. you get a new card cause you had like fraud in your old one or it got lost, you then have to go yeah. through and update everything. Um, yeah. okay. So what about, uh, what's been your high point and what was your low point for this past week? Uh, past week, uh, low point was probably employees. What happened? Uh, just, just not communicating with each other. And, um, there's a couple houses that they didn't do a very good job and mm-hmm. had to, had to go back and fix some stuff. Okay. Uh, and how did you, I, how did you address that with the client? And then how did you address it with your team? Uh, the client called me and they, you know, sent me pictures of yeah. course and said what happened here. And then I took my guys back over there myself and showed them, you know, like, this is what I expect out of you guys. Like, yeah, that's I, don't, good. I don't care if it takes longer. Sometimes they get in a hurry and they just want to get to the next house and yeah. get their, get their list done. But yep. Yep. That's good I though. Told them, I don't care if it takes longer, but this is what the customer expects. That's good. We've got to make sure we do that. And then the high point, uh, probably just that I'm still really busy and nothing's mm-hmm. slowing down. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. I tried to, we did some Christmas lights and I was trying to get out of it, but I actually had like five people reach out over the weekend, so we're still going to do that. It's just a good money maker, another money maker going into winter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How much are you charging for an average size house, like a normal Johnson County house? Uh, roof line, like if we do the roof line uh, with C9 bulbs, it's 500 bucks, and that's installing takedown. Bro, um, I'm, I'm a lot of people- probably going to have you do mine next year. I, <laughs> I saw a picture. Oh, here. my gosh, bro. I about died. <laughs> like, I was so freaking scared. I, uh and you then went I, crazy. I, I don't know if I went crazy. I was, I didn't know you how much to. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did wrap the post, and yeah, I was trying to do trying to do the peaks, but anyways, this isn't this up. this call's not about me. But I will tell you, I I about died. So I'm like, <laughs> goodness gracious, because now I know why it's so expensive. It's like you show up to a job, and it's like, well, how much is my life worth today? You know, yeah. like because that's what I need to charge here. I, I'm fixing to lay it all on the line. <laughs> I have a, I have a limit, which like how high I'll go. But I have another guy, and he's not scared. I call him a monkey. He's my monkey. Just send him on up. Yeah, he's not scared of anything. Just climbing like crazy, man. All right, well that's good. Yeah. So, so sounds like you had a low point with communication, but that's, I mean, that's normal, and you handled it yeah. great. Um, yeah, and. It, it'll also give them something like visceral to feel, you know, the team when, when they yeah. see what you feel and what you go through and what you have to deal with, as opposed to just telling them. So that's, that's really good that you took them back there. Um, yeah. and you're still busy, still crushing it. So that's awesome. Um, what issues or improvements do you have? Uh, it's hard to like this time of year, we're so busy and I, I, I try to do my best, like with my guys. Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. we've been working a lot of Saturdays and I tried to give them a weekend off, but yeah, we've been so busy and I've been trying to catch up and like this past Saturday we worked and then like, I just have to keep them in mind. Like that they've been working long hours all week and got to give them a rest. And I don't do a very good job of that sometimes. Okay. Okay. Like, like you know, I, they wanted to be done at three on Saturday and I said, that's fine. But in my head, like, can we just keep going until dark? Yeah. You know, like I want to get these done. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped and I was like, well, you know what? You guys have been working all week, so yeah, we can be done at three. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that might yeah. help too, cause we, we ran into that as well. Um, you know that they're wanting that. So beginning to give them, I don't know how you, you set it up currently, but beginning to give them an outline of your weekend full schedule and be like, yeah. Hey guys, this is the work. Like it's on the books. We got to get it done. And just communicating to them. Like I want to have Saturday off just as bad as you. What can we, yeah. what can we do to knock out? Cause if we knock out X, Y, and Z, we're going home. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's Friday at noon or if it's Saturday at three thirty. but th- this is the work we got to get done. Uh, how do you, how do you do it currently? Like, can they see all the work or is it just a day by day basis? It's a day by day basis. Okay. So maybe that's something I should do. If possible. They can see the whole week. Yeah. If possible. Cause it seems like, yeah. I mean, the two things you've said, like scheduling is kind of a pain point. And then yeah. some of your, your, your team members not doing a great job or lack of communication with each other and then an improvement on, you know, how the guys feel and keeping them in mind and making sure that they're, they're motivated and not just freaking dragging booty into the weekend. That that might be a small, small thing that you can keep in mind. Um, I mean, my, my guys do a great job. It's just, you know, every now and then he missed something. Yeah, you I miss something and you get, get tired and it's freaking, you, yeah. you're going from one job to the next and you're just like, I'm going to just bury myself in this pile of leaves if I got to do one more job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so let's see here. How's your how's your equipment? Are there uh, any repairs needed and any purchases you know, that you're currently thinking about for next year? Everything's good. Good. Um, I'd like to buy one more truck, but we'll see see what it's like after the leaf season. Yeah, yeah. And what are your thoughts uh, for that extra truck? Uh, just something that can pull a trailer and uh, the ditch witch, probably like F-250. You feel like you could keep it busy? You feel like you're at that point where you need that for a little extra margin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I have, I have one and old that I use for snow plowing mm-hmm. and it's kind of rusting out. So this extra one would be for more like your design uh, build like, jobs and yeah, more landscape, pull a trailer, pull a ditch, which okay. can haul stuff. Yeah. What are you thinking for price range? Uh, like thirties. Let's go. <laughs> I'll trade. I don't like. I mean, you know, like you listen to the podcast, and some guys say, you know, like it's not about. Like I don't want to have a bunch of debt, but at the same time, I try to have nice equipment. Yeah. Because I don't want it breaking down and yep. 
yep. pouring money into it and all that. So it's a fine, yeah. I mean, it's a fine balance. And I think it looks nicer when you're pulling up to somebody's house. And yep. If your stuff looks good. Yep. Yeah. And you just got to make sure you're making an educated decision on it, not just because you yeah. want it, because you need it. And also, it, yeah. needs to make sense on on paper, you know, the opportunity cost of it breaking down versus you being on a job. Like there's, there's a lot of variables. Um, but that's, that's easy. Well, um, Zach and I need to be plugging that into some spreadsheets for projections for you for 2021 for sure. So I'll jot that note down. Um, and then just so you know, uh, when we're chatting on these calls, if there's ever awkward pauses, it's cause I'm taking notes for you. What, um, no other, no other equipment. You're not, you're no. not going to buy a skid or not even no, a no. small aerator or another mower or anything. Uh, we might do like two new mowers, but that'd be all. Okay. And I usually just finance those through Sheffield. Okay. Have you given Zach all of that info? I haven't. I have not, but I can. Okay, finance through Sheffield. No trimmers, blowers, backpack blowers. Um, possibly. I just bought two new ones, so I think we're good on that. Good. Good, good, good. Well, that's awesome that you haven't had a lot of repairs. Um, no. I mean, just little stuff here and there. Yeah, but like just, just normal, a few hundred bucks here yeah. and there, nothing. Yeah. Nothing that's really setting you back. Um, All right. So what have you been thinking? I know you're just knee deep in work, but what have you been thinking about plans of action for attracting more clients next year? Uh, That's something I was going to talk to you about, but I'd like to hit like a lot of neighborhoods where I'm already at. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're not driving as much. I don't know if that's like, making a flyer up and saying, you know, we take care of your neighbor and would love to take care of your lawn. And here's the price. Here's what we charge per mode. If that's something that you think would be good. Yeah. 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 That would be good. That'd be good. Um, All right. So hit existing neighborhoods. Um, yeah. And then, um, I can give you, I can kind of send you, I didn't send you a picture of our brochure, did I? No, not yet. Okay. So I'll, I'll send you a picture of our brochure and kind of how we have it outlined. Um, and there'll be a few things that I want you to do. Um, the main thing is make sure there's as many, uh, potential commonalities with other people as possible. So like put on there where you went to school, where you grew up, what you're into, anything about your family. If you go to a church in the area, just okay. anything where somebody can easily relate like with Sam Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just as many connection points as possible. So that's going to be huge. So making sure that you're about section where it talks about you personally yeah. Yeah. Um, is going to be big. And then obviously drive home well, the small business point. Um, yeah. Make you it try to like keep that like short. So you're not so, going on and on. You want it to be, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a paragraph, but you you want it as much info as possible. So 
where where some people get confused is like the brevity needs to be on the front end. So we always yep. hit them. We do a bifold. So on the front of the bifold, it says um, like, "Hey, we just serviced your neighbor's lawn," and that yep. is that's key because now they're looking around like oh, I wonder if it's this nice one up the street or I wonder who it is. And we play on the fact that the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. And we play on the fact that if we put a sign in somebody's lawn, we're banking on that lawn being better than the the ones in the area. So we put that at the top and we, we do that strategically. And then we put your price per application is, and then we leave a blank. Um, okay. and then we literally hand write in the price, um, at the yeah, bottom, right. it, it has like some like, uh, grass where it's like brown and weeds and then it fades into green grass. So there's a couple quick things. It catches their eye with the price uh-huh. at the bottom. It's just very easy to see like, Hey, this has to do with grass. And then we also leave a name spot. So if we literally, um, did the neighbor's lawn, we'll hand write in the neighbor's lawn. So if we're within 10 houses, we'll hand write in like, uh, Susie Smith. And then that way that person is like, Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know Susie used green again lawn. Um, and then whenever you flip it open, um, we do a couple good pictures. Again, it's eye catching. If they flip it open, you have them because now you at least know they're going to read a little bit about you. So the brevity, the brevity is on the front end. Um, what we do, what the price is, and then boom, it kind of vets them like, oh, that's a good price. Fisher Lawn. They open it up. They see some really quality pictures. They look to the right. That's where it's okay then to go into some detail about your company. And that's where, because you always want to, any business transaction is built on trust. So as much as you can, you want to build as much trust as possible. You wouldn't believe how many people call in and say like, Oh, I, I read Britt went to Mid-America Nazarene. We go there or my grandkid goes there or we, whatever. And sure. that's, that's what it's all about. And now they're, now they're already buying you as a human and not just a price. Yeah. yeah. So all right. let me write that's here. Good. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you our brochure. Okay. All right, so, um, let's see here. The other thing that, I mean, we might do it this call, but the next one or something, I I don't think my branding is very good. Like, like on my trucks and stuff, it's not something people, like, look at, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, you wrap all your trucks and they stand out. Mine mine aren't like that. Okay. I mean, I just have a sign on the doors and that's it. Mm-hmm. So yep. I don't know if that's something we could work on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. What we can do, we can brainstorm together some branding okay. ideas. Um, okay. Cause that's, that's going to be huge, especially as you begin to scale, you want people to be able to easily recognize your brand and associate. Yeah. Wanna... Yeah. yeah stand out and be different. Yep. I mean, you know, there's so many different lawn companies around here. If you just have a sign on your door, you look, just look like the other guys. Yeah. 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 We can, we can brainstorm some ideas together and then okay. I've got a, uh, I've got a guy that puts together all of our, 
all of our digital marketing stuff and all the logos and anything that we want custom made. He actually builds okay. it out and he can, he's, he's pretty creative as well. And, okay, um, awesome. he can, he can help us build something. So whenever we figure out like, Hey, how do we want to brand it? He'll help yeah. us, he'll help us build it and can send you a new logo. And, um, okay, awesome. so, okay. Yeah. I'd really be interested in that. Okay. That'll be good. That's good to know. Um, and we can we can hover around that topic too on a couple of these calls. Um, okay. We can text and email back and forth, and then just knock yep. out some some branding ideas and send you some options. It would be cool if we could get some options on paper and then talk about it and how see you, what it looks like. Yeah, see what it looks like, and then how we want to actually start to push that out to uh, okay. funnel some leads in. Um, okay. What about have you closed any new sales this past week? A uh, couple new ones, yeah. They actually wanted to do leaf cleanup, and then uh, they said, uh, "Let's go ahead and schedule next year for a baby for mowing." And then I actually this morning um, I had a customer that just moved, and we were doing the last leaf cleanup over there, and the new people were there. I went up and introduced myself, and he's going to go ahead and stay with us. Mm, so that nice. was a good one. That is good. That is I was, good. I always, I always wondered, like, do you guys do anything to try to keep, like, if you have a customer move, do you try to get that new customer? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there so, anything, like, you reach out or? Yeah, we, I mean, you obviously usually know when that client is moving. Yeah. So a lot of times I will see if I can leave them a brochure behind Uh and then see if they will talk to the new homeowners for us. Um, cause that, I mean, that always comes with a lot more weight than me just going up and door knocking. Um, and then, yeah, if if our guys are like in that area that week, we'll do what you did and actually go up and introduce ourselves. Um, and, and hope what's nice is like, they're already busy and they're moving in and it's new. So if you catch them at the right time, but the problem is as you grow and scale, it's, it's not always going to be you doing that. So it's really more just enforcing the importance of, um, leaving a good note on whatever CRM you're using. So if you're using Jobber or Yardbook, leave a note that says like, hey, he's moving on November 20th. Go back after Thanksgiving, introduce yourself to the new homeowners. And then that way there's actually a basic task to go back and do that. Yep. 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 Yeah. A lot of my customers are good. Like they'll text me and say, hey, I'll leave your name with the new people, but I don't do a very good job of following up on that. Yeah. And you, and you won't, so you have to leave, you have to automate it somehow. So whenever you know that yeah. happens, put it in your Google calendar or put it on, um, put it on a CRM a reminder. Yeah. yeah. Which that's, that's going to be one of the things that we do for you. Right. We're going to, we're going to start to help you get on jobber or on something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So that'll be good. Um, no, but good, good job going and closing the new homeowner down. That always feels good. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's see here. What about like, how's your, how would you say production is? Do you feel like you're, you're doing, I mean, obviously you're busier Um, than ever, but do you feel ahead behind? Are you good? 
if you would have asked me last week, I would have felt like we were way behind, but uh, we're fine. Like I finally feel like we're kind of at the top of the hill, like almost caught up. Okay, good. So after tomorrow, we should be back on track. Any um, from this new uh, spike in income and extra production? Is your other routine maintenance or any other landscape jobs? Are they are they behind or is that, is that all good? No, that's all good too. Okay, awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've been lucky with this weather. Okay. Um. Let's see here. What about how's how's your receivables and how's your cash flow? Uh, that's something that I'd like to work on as well as receivables because, you know, on your invoice, you put like uh, net 15 days to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't do a good job of keeping track of that and following up. Okay. Okay. How, uh, uh, what, what's the, what's a, the lag time? Like if you, if you build out somebody now, when do you think you'd get paid on it on average? Well, uh, usually they all come in around like the twentieth, towards the end of the month. Okay. So. So about thirty I mean, days, get, no matter yeah, when you bill it. Thirty days, yeah. Okay. I mean, I get some here and there, but like <laughs> the majority of them, that's when they come. Okay. And so, how is that? I mean, you get paid on the twentieth. Are you able to budget out? Budget out for the yeah, remainder. Yeah, I mean it. It, it works out. Okay. I just think I could get better at it and get, yep. have better receipt, like more cash flow because I'd be getting paid quicker. Yep. Yep. Um, and you don't and have an option I, for them to pay online yet, do you? No, that's what I was going to say. I don't, I haven't talked to Zach about that yet either. Okay. What will be nice is again, when you do the CRM, um, you'll be able to start to push that out to your clients and yep. it's, I mean, they're going to love it. It's not even going to be a sell. It's just going to be a matter of you doing the, the heavy lifting okay. of getting them set up. Um, yeah. Most people are going to want that. Yeah. They're going to want uh, that pe- automation. I get people asking all the time. Yeah. Like, and you need to be, you, and you, you need to be able to offer that to them. Um, yeah. So that'll be, that'll be good. And hopefully that'll iron out some cash flow. Um I think that'll help a lot. Okay. So, but most people do get paid around the, tw- or, or pay you around the 20th. Yeah. Okay. So 20 to 30 days is what it's taken. How is inventory and payroll? Like, I'm sure you're doing, are, are you doing like uh, bi-weekly or weekly payroll? Weekly. So they get paid every Friday. Um, so first have, first two weeks, um, our first three re- weeks really of the month is that is that hard or are you budgeting uh, good enough to where you're you're able to cash flow that? Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's definitely been weeks where I like freak out, but I always try to have like I have a zero number and I try to make sure my bank account doesn't hit that number yep um for that reason yep yep um what about equipment any like big equipment payments or vendor payments that come out like really early in the month that you always struggle with uh no like 
I have some couple truck payments that are big, but it's all, I don't really struggle with it. Okay. It doesn't like super affect your cash flow with most. No. Most, okay. Um, let me ask you this. Cause it seems like you're like crushing it with these extra jobs. What are you doing with this extra peak in revenue? You're used to living off of a certain amount on a monthly basis. Uh, and that's something I'd like to change to is obviously pay myself more. Okay. Emily, my wife and I talk about it all the time, but I just haven't had like, I don't know. I second guess myself and I think about, you know, the truck payments, the mower payments. So like I'm paying myself really low right now because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I can make all those payments and pay my guys. I just have never, and I'm not like a numbers person and yeah, like that's why I want to do this with you and Zach. So yeah hopefully you guys can tell me like Sam, it's okay. Like you can pay yourself this and yep. still be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, one thing that we can do too is if you wanted to maintain a low monthly payment and then yep. do like quarterly owner's distributions. Um, yep. and, that, and I, that way you have more of a runway to budget for that extra payment that you're going to take. Um, sure. You've got time and, and it's nice too, because that usually, I mean, we know how seasonal this business is, you know, your cash flow is going to go up and down and up and down and over a three month time period that usually gives you some time to, to set some money aside. Um, have you, have you read the book yet? Uh, profit first? No, I have not. Okay. So go, if you don't have the audible app, go download the audible app. Yep. And this week, finish that entire book. Okay. Um, it lays out exactly. I do this for both my personal accounts and my business accounts. But yeah. one thing that's going to be nice for you is, and, and Zach and I will help you set up the percentages, but you'll start okay. to rip money off of the top and put it right into a tax account and rip money right off the top and put it right into a profit account and then rip money off the top and put it into an owner's distribution account. Um, and then after you, after you create those buckets, your business now has to live off of um, whatever is left in there. And usually it's going to be okay. anywhere from 50 to 65% is what's yep. left. So for every hundred dollars, your business needs to survive off of 50 to 65 of those dollars. And, okay. and then the other stuff is funded. And then that way you as the business owner are rewarded and yep. you're also covering your taxes. You can even do payroll buckets too. So if payroll okay. is a big stressor and you know like, hey, uh, 20% of every dollar I bring in goes to payroll. Um, yep. Zach and I will have those numbers. You can start to just rip that off. And then it's, it's very painless. And once you set up the system, it's just a really good healthy habit. Um, so I'm going to write that down. Um, read profit first. The other thing that I did before, I don't know if this will help you out or not, but before I did profit first, I, I always knew like, okay, my businesses are surviving off of, you know, these weekly mowing accounts. And so any single spike in income, we ripped that off the top and we put it into a savings account. And we used that to help us reinvest through the winter 
and then also get through winter. Um, so you're, you were already making a certain amount and then this, these leaf cleanups are just, you know, gravy as you're going into winter, rip as much of that off the top of your normal recurring revenue and start to put it into a savings account. Okay. And, uh, and in the accounting world, uh, like Zach will call that core capital. And so that will be reinvestment dollars and that will be also helping cover cash flow through winter. So any payroll, okay. paying yourself, and then yep. anything you need to buy towards the end of the year. Okay. Um, the other thing that we may need, how, how many prepayments do you take? Uh, I don't really do any. Okay. We, we want to look, yeah, we want to like, look into that eventually too. And I also thought about like actually uh, doing like contracts, especially a couple of my big accounts mm-hmm. that I know they do mowing and mulching and seasonal color change in the flower pots and tulips and like we maintain their fountains, like yeah. all all that stuff. It'd be nice to look at how much they spent this past year and then make a contract and say, this is, this would be your monthly payment, yep. Yep. which would help me in the winter too. Cause I'd have that coming in, bro. Well, yeah, you definitely need to do that. You okay. definitely need to do that. Um, and that, that's going to cover so many cash flow gaps. Um, yep. that's also where like, that's also where the value in your company as it grows comes into play. So, you know, on these big landscape jobs, if you can develop recurring cash flow from it rather than just uh-huh. big hits, it's yeah. go, it's it's going to make your business run more smooth. And then, like, say in 20 years, you, you've got 450 of these contracts and sure. there's recurring revenue there and there's a track record of this recurring revenue. That's where the equity and actual you know, yeah, that's when you're worth something. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. your company. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. And, and you already kind of felt the need for that. So, um, yep. let, let us know what we need to help you with to get that set up. Um, okay. and now I don't, I'll just be honest. I don't have a ton of experience with like big commercial contracts like sure. that, but sure. I do have, I do have buddies that do a ton of them. And so, if, if you need okay. them to send you a template or something like that, they'll be, yeah, okay. they'll be happy to do that. Um, and then what's your, what's your theory on prepayments or have you just not even, you haven't even I got never, it? never offered it. Okay. Okay. But that's something we could look into too. I mean, maybe what you just tell them, like if you prepay, you get a discount or yep, yep. something like that. Yep. So there, I mean, it's, they don't have to worry about a, a recurring expense that they have to budget for because most of these yep. people are paying for it out of their personal budget. So that's nice. Uh-huh. Um, they can discount it. So if uh, what's nice is a lot of your clients are probably in like Prairie Village, Overland Park, they've got some money. Um, yep. And so if they're going to pay for it anyways and they can get it at a discount, you would be surprised at how many people will actually do it. Um, okay. One number that we usually project off of, it's at least been this way for the last like eight years for us at Green Again, is 25%. So if a client has been with us um, more than a year 
and uh-huh. we're asking them to do it uh, to prepay the following year, about 25% of clients will do that. So any okay. any client that has been long with us longer than 12, like with us a whole season, will close down about 25%. And then um, 5% of new clients do it as well. So that's, I mean, okay. for somebody that doesn't know you fully, I mean, yeah. that's not a bad number either. Yeah. And bro, that helps so much. Um, okay. One area where Zach has helped me is like you, you have to view your books within this fiscal year. So, you know, your, your fiscal year is January to December. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not viewing it any differently. So, you know, yeah. your business needs to make it through December. So yep. it's, it's okay to collect prepayments in January and begin to use that to project and I got you. use for yeah. expenses. And I mean, cause that's, that's going to be 2021 revenue. Yeah. <laughs> my kids All are, right. that's cool. Can you hear my kids in the background? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're in my uh in the hallway right outside my door just screaming. Um, I know you're in there. But I would I would love for you to think about that. Um I think early on people get freaked out about that like oh I don't want to don't want to like bill for it until I've earned it and I've done the job. Sure. Um, sure. But that's just uh hey Remy girl dad's on the phone. I'll be down in just a second. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, but that is like, that's just part of the business. You know, your it's your your expenses are year long, and so you your job as the business owner is to iron out as much of these cash flow gaps as possible. And yeah. so, I think accepting e payments, um, like yep. online payments and getting uh-huh. that s- scheduled on a recurring basis and then accepting prepayments will be a, a huge game changer for you. Okay. That'd think, be sweet. Yeah. I think that would be, I, I mean, bro, if we, if we only did those two things and then develop some contracts, your, yeah. your life would get 10 times better next year. Okay. Uh, That'd be awesome. Yeah. Less stressful. <laughs> Less stress, more money. Um, all right Uh, just a couple more go ahead yo go for it no you get I was changing subjects but go ahead nope nope I've got two more questions I'm not gonna forget them so you go okay well this is a different subject but uh this is something I've run into this year with my guys Mm -hmm. and I might have started like I'm not saying it happens all the time but there's probably every two months one of them will come to me and they're like Hey, I need 500 bucks. Like, can you give it to me and then take it out of my paycheck? Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. Like I try to, I've tried to be better about it and say, no, like, you know, like you just got paid on Friday. I, I can't do that. Um, mm. <laughs> so, and I'm like, so like they're, last, they're wanting like an advance week. on, on their work. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, you can take it out of my paycheck. Yeah, you know, next week, next week, and I'm like, dude, I'm not a bank. Like, yeah. I can't just hand out money. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you trust them? Know. Yeah, I trust them. How long have they been and, with them? With been with you? Uh, these two have been with me a year. And then, how often does it happen? I'd say every two, every other month. Um, 
I just didn't know if you ever ran into anything like that or talked to anybody that has, or like, if there's so, a different way of going about it and saying, yeah, like, mm. I'll give you a bonus or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Like, your, your team's always going to have issues. Like, they're always yeah. going to have personal life stuff going on. Um, you always want to trust the guy that you're helping. Um, yep. you always want to do exactly what you would want somebody to do for you. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how I would handle it. So I, I've, I've always, done something. Always, Go ahead. They've always come back. It's not like they take it and yeah, yeah. run, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, so there's trust there. There's loyalty there. Um, make sure that when you do something like that, that they know like, Hey, this is like, this is what I feel as a business owner. And, and maybe tell them like, Hey, I have, I have to cover this much in payroll every single week, you know, I yeah. have, and I have a few of these big expenses. So, you know, this is hard for me too. So maybe, yeah. maybe tell them that. Um, but I think if it was me, um, like what I've done with Tiago and what both of us try to do with other people is like, what's the root of the problem? The root of the problem is something going on in their personal life. And yeah. so I would begin to dig into, and this is the, the gray space that a lot of business owners need to play in, um, is the relationship. Yeah. It's very easy to talk, uh, strategy and business operations. Um, but so much of the relationship affects the other side of the coin. So much of the yeah. relationship with your team affects the strategy, affects the operations. So I would sit him down and, or, or maybe take him out for coffee or take him out for a beer and be like, Hey dude, like you're, you're awesome. Like we always want you here. We always want to give you more work. We want you to make more. Um, here's what I've got going on. What's, what's going on with you? Like what is it? Yeah. Is it a big bill or it, can I help you with a personal budget? Um, yeah. We, we, we actually, your car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, is it just gas money? Like, are you blowing it on something? Are you being stupid? You know, cause the last yeah. thing you want is him like partying on the weekends or just blowing his money. And then yeah. he comes to you, but yeah. I'm the first guy. If it's, Hey man, like, we made some bad decisions. We've got some debt. I've got four kids. It's just things are yeah. tight. Like, of course, I'm going to help that help that guy out. Um, yeah. But it's on you as the business owner to make sure you're developing that relationship enough to make sure he trusts you enough to share that info. And bro, yeah. like, okay, so diving deep like this, this is what will hurt you eventually. Yeah. Like somebody will let you down. I talked yeah. about that a lot on our podcast, but it's also going to make you really proud. Um, and I also, I think it's, I think it's the best way for you to scale this business is through yeah. truly caring about this guy. So awesome. Like good job for, for doing that. But I would just lean in a little more like you want to help them, but you need more info. Like what is, yeah. what is the best what way to help for, them? Yeah. yeah. Is it, and, and figure what, out what's going, what's on. going on. Yeah, figure yeah. out what's going on because you don't want to enable them or any. Yeah. If if you give them some money right now, it could just be enabling them, or it yeah. could literally be changing their life. Um, yeah. So, and and I think finding out like that issue behind the curtain is going to help you guys out with your relationship, 
Um, it's going to give you a little more ammo to be able to make some better decisions. Um, and you, and you may learn something about your entire team that like, you know, Hey, maybe like this weekly payroll thing, maybe that's not the best thing for them. You know, maybe, maybe that's too hard to budget. Maybe they, maybe they don't know it, but they need to get paid bi-weekly. Okay. I don't know if that answers your question, but I'm only telling no, you, bro, what I would, helps. I'm only telling you what I would do. I don't know if that's yeah. right or wrong. So no, it definitely helps. But if it's every other month, I would definitely press into it and, and make sure it comes like, from like you truly caring, like sit down with them, yeah. take them out for coffee and be like, bro, what's going on? How's your family? Hey, I want to talk to you about, you know, this advanced thing. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want you to have to do to that. And, and, and tell, like, relate with them be like, I, I get so stressed when I have to do stuff like that in my business. I can't yeah. imagine what you're going through. Like, just relate with them. Like, I hate when I have to pull from my emergency fund to cover payroll, sure. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't know that some, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to them about that stuff. So. Yep. I think that's what I would do. All right. That's All funny because right, the helps. next question right. was, how is your team? So, uh, um, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there's, there's one thing in general though. Are the, are they good? Are there, has there any been oh, yeah, any big issues? No, they're, all, they're awesome. Okay. They just, they like to work. So no, that's all I can ask for, um, no showing up late. No, no, no. I mean, there's been a couple times, but they text me and say, Hey, I won't be there till eight or, Okay. I'm 10 minutes late. Okay. They always communicate. Good. Good deal, bro. Good deal. All right. Last yeah. question is, how's your home life? It's good. It's good? Uh, just trying to, I mean, I think you and Zach are going to help a lot. So I'm excited about that. And I always talk to Emily, my wife, about it. And she cares, obviously, about the business and, yeah. Wants the help and all that good stuff. So yep. she just got a new job. So we're happy about that. Yep. Where's she working at? Uh, it's called Encompass to Home Help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's like a sales rep for them. Yeah. I think I've actually heard of them. Yeah. More money, less hours. So it's good. And so what's what else is behind the comment of Zach and I will help? What, what specifically are you wanting us to be able to give you in your home life that you may not have now? Uh, just being able to budget better and knowing that like I can bring home more money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my Emily, my wife kind of gets frustrated with that right now. Cause yeah. I'm obviously it's kind of like how you were and your wife, like you're trying to grow a business um, and you're not really, paying yourself that much because yeah. you're trying to grow it. So yeah. just been in that, been in that limbo kind of. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but like next year is my fifth year and I'm excited because everybody kind of says like that fifth year is when you take off. So yeah, I'm that's hoping good. that's the case. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like, that's the big stat, right? Yeah. First, first five years, like 70 or half of businesses or a little over half of businesses fail. And, um, 
Sounds like you're doing good though, man. Um, yeah, I just, I just like, I'll be completely honest. Like I'm not a numbers guy. That's why I wanted you and Zach's help. Cause yep. I know that Zach's good at it. And yep. So I'll be able to, I'll be able to learn a lot. So. Yep. yep. He's the best man. Yeah. He'll be yeah. able to help you a ton. And, um, especially navigating some of the equipment you got to buy and the truck and then yep. what, what you can pay yourself, what, what's appropriate, but you have, I mean, you've, you've sacrificed for five years or you're going into your fifth year. Um, yeah. so you've put a lot on the table, so it's okay to begin to think about like, okay, well, how can I, how can I increase a little bit, um, reward ourselves to make sure it's sustainable, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different story than people that are in their first or second year and saying, Hey, I want to suck every penny of profit out of this bad boy. Yeah. Um, and I want to be able to go on vacation and go on trips and yep. do that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. And a lot of what we'll implement will hopefully help, um, give you a little more margin just within even what you have already. You know, if you, yeah. if you have some of this money in prepayments, it's going to be a lot easier um, yeah. and if you get some of these bigger contracts on recurring payments, it's going to be a little easier and it's going to be a little, yeah. little easier to project and a le- little easier to take cash out each month. Um, so that'll be good. So, okay. So one thing that Zach and I will talk about is that, like, how do we, how do, how do we get him to pay himself a little more, whether that be upping your salary a little bit, doing owner's distribution, what does that look like? And what do those numbers actually look like? We can, I can, I can talk to Zach about that and then um, maybe put a little, put a little spreadsheet together and give you an outline of what that would look like and how that would change projections and some of your profit margins. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool, cool. Um, uh, Some of those like, I think I talked to Zach about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, but like some of these big landscape jobs, like it's hard because mowing's like automatic. Like, you know, that money's coming in Yeah, and I get some of these big landscape jobs and it's hard to project that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't, you know, like you don't know if you're going to get them or not. Or, yep. I mean, I could have a mowing customer that, uh, just built a new house and they want us to do all the landscaping. Yep. Like you can't, you can't project that for next yep. year. Yep. The the one thing we can do is look at um, the last few years and do like a percentage off of top line. Okay. And then we can also do a breakdown off of existing clients. So we could do, we could do two different reports. Um, okay. Because unfortunately, sometimes the past is the best indi- indication of the future. So we can look back sure. and say like, hey, as a percentage of overall revenue, how much were these landscape jobs um, yep. the last three or four years? And then do an average from that. We can do that. Okay. We can do that for you. Let me jot that down. Um, okay. Needs average as percentage of top line. we can also look at your overall client base and uh-huh. do, um, we can dial in a report, um, kind of with along the same lines, like as my client base grew, 
how did my landscape enhancements or design build jobs increase as an overall top line percentage? So, you know, when you've got 75 clients, um, your landscape enhancements or design build jobs are going to be X. Well, when you go up by, you know, 50 more clients, how, how does that affect the percentage? You've got more people that you're calling on more opportunities for that to happen. We can do, we can break both of those spreadsheets down for you. Okay. Um, and then, sorry, I'm taking some notes here. No. Okay. Cool, bro. All right. We've, uh, taken up quite a bit of time here. I know you're probably sitting in the truck right waiting to get it. Let's do some quick housekeeping here. Normally, okay. what we're going to do moving forward, we're going to shoot for the second and fourth Tuesday okay. of every month um, yep. around like 11.15 in the morning. Okay. Um, now, obviously, stuff's going to pop up and stuff's going to happen, but that's going to be the goal. Sure. Okay. Does that work for you? Yeah, that's good with me. Cool, cool. And then I've created, I sent it to you, I created a Word doc for us. Um, just okay. on these calls, uh, there are some notes up top. If you could yep. just go back in anything that I haven't filled in, if you could please, uh, fill that fill in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Fill okay. No in. problem. And then make sure, um, just keep some notes, uh, in between. So the next couple weeks, keep some notes and any highlights or issues or stuff that you really want to talk about. I know we've already got, you know, we want to talk about, uh, the communication with your team, um, the improvements of maybe scheduling a little better. You want to talk about branding, um, yeah. read profit first. So just jot down some notes. If there's something okay. that you want to hang out on and really dive deep on, on these next few chats, that's, sure. that's, that's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. Um, okay. And then I will update this Word doc. And so you can just go, you can go back and take a look at it and read the notes and maybe add some of your own notes. Um, But it'll be a, it'll be a good spot for us to, to look at and hold each other accountable and kind of grow together. Okay, sweet. Sweet, sweet. Sounds good to me. You're the man, Sam. Um, Does Zach, does he come in town a lot or not really? He, <clears throat> he'll be coming in town more, but it won't be, okay. he's got a, uh, baby that'll be born after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So he told me that. Yeah. So once that baby boy is born and healthy, um, yeah. I'll make him strap him to his chest and fly out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that'll yeah, be. Cause I'd love to get coffee or meat like the three of us. Yes, for sure. For sure. Sometime in the future. Yeah. All right. And this winter when, when you want, I mean, we can even, we can even hang out and do these chats in person. Um, Okay. Sweet. And then he, he honestly, he probably won't be able to do anything until. It'll be, yeah, it'll probably be February sometime. So you and I can meet it up in the, in the slower times if you want. Yeah. We're about to slow down. That'd be good. Cool, bro. Man, right. you got, hey, you got some good stuff going, man. I right, want to, uh, I want you to leave this chat inspired and pumped up. I, I know it's just me asking you a bunch of questions, but from what I see here, man, you're, you've got some really good stuff going on. Um, it's nice to hear somebody that like 
they know something is an issue and they're being intentional about changing it. You know, yeah. we all have um, issues, but a lot of I'm us trying. Just, no, you're doing it. You, man. Help, you help a lot and you're inspiring on Instagram and stuff you put up. So you're doing it, your man. Pod, your podcast. So I try to take a lot. You're doing it, bro. You're doing it. Okay. We'll keep right. we'll keep Thanks, at Chris. it together, man. And uh, yeah, hop on that word doc, and then after that, we will uh, we'll just schedule our next. Hey guys, that is a wrap on yet another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Thanks again for letting us hang out with you, and we appreciate you hanging out with us. Please subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and if you found this at all helpful, please help us by sharing the podcast. And uh, we wish that you would continue this conversation. If you want to chat it up about some topic that happened or maybe you have further questions, you can find us over on Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're going to be posting YouTube and uh, LinkedIn content as well. So you can find us on almost any platform. And if you'd like to further uh, grow your business or find out more information about Intentional Growth Advisors or one of our other show sponsors, feel free to click the link in the show notes and you can see those there. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with you again shortly.